Welcome to Pompey Talk, the news podcast. I'm Jordan Cross, joined by Head of Sport, Mark McMahon, and Pompey writer Will Rooney to bring you bang up to speed with the latest from Fratton Park. On this week's podcast, we look to the promotion showdown at Peterborough and the Burgess conundrum. How do Pompey best replace the suspended defender? Is Jack Watmore ready to start his first league game in 13 months at London Road? And how do you solve a problem like Ivan Tony as the Blues are tasked with containing League One's top goalscorer? And it's also time to reveal the drinking habits of sports desk boozer Will Rooney and the culinary taste of chief sports writer Neil Allen as the news head to yet another Frankie and Benny's. We're now available on Apple Podcasts as well as SoundCloud. So give us a listen, like and subscribe to get each edition delivered to your device and keep your finger bang on the PI4 pulse at portsmouth.co.uk. Hello and welcome to Pompey Talk, the podcast brought to you by the news. My name is Mark McMahon and joining me today, as usual, to discuss all things Pompey are Jordan Cross and William of Rooney. Good intro. Good yeah, intro. No, it's, I normally, like that. it's normally only when I'm in trouble with my mum that I could call William. So, uh, well, you are in trouble with me today because <laughs> your attitude has stunk. You don't want to get involved in the writing of the stories. You want a free ride today, don't you? I don't want to free ride, I just want to get out to a reasonable town on a Friday. Literally, this, a few, is one, few, this is one few... for HR again, isn't it? <laughs> this is going to be called HR Talk. If anybody has any problems with Will Rooney's writing, you can be sure to see him in the village on a Friday afternoon <laughs> from 6 o'clock onwards. From, from 2 o'clock onwards on a Friday night. No mushrooms are invaded. <laughs> but feel free to speak to Will about anything he's brought up in the paper. We could do. We could so, do. Uh, we could take it. Take it to the village one one Friday. Should we? do that. Yeah. But then he may start slurring his words. Pompey talk. A couple of times. Pompey talk. A podcast on tour. Yeah. Could do. get it in the village. Get some background noise and. Uh, yeah. yeah. We could pretend. There'd be a lot of glasses lifted. We're not allowed to do that. Don't want to. No, no. It affects down. the sound, doesn't it? Our yes. sound man, our video man, Habib, pulling us up on that one already. Yes. Damn it. Yes, yeah, not allowed to do that there. But then people may think that we've attracted an audience when in fact, people at the village are just there because. Well, we'd be there. We might actually be able to do a kind of I think we'll deal with, with the village. Yeah, we'll give them a bit of publicity. We'll get, you know, yeah. we'll get a couple get, of free pints. Get bevies on a Friday. <laughs> free bevies on a Friday. You've got your own tablet anyway, Will, so... <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, unfortunately, but... I would. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we have been known to see one or two uh, Pompey Associates staff members at, at the village. No mm. names mentioned, but it, it can be quite a useful place to go for, you know, building contacts yeah. and, you know... And even, even grabbing a story or two, I think it's mm-hmm. having picked up a story or two from Indeed the village. Indeed, it has, yeah. From certain barmaids. Of Don't, I'll just, Will's other half might be listening. Stop it there, that's enough. There's also been a few opposition teams in there. There has, uh, well, Sam yeah. Ricketts was Shrewsbury. the latest one, Shrewsbury. Doncaster seen there Paul a couple Cook. of seasons ago. Paul Cook. I went there for Paul Cook when Wigan came down, but by all accounts, he uh, regretted <laughs> the decision to say so, so close to Fratton Park. <laughs> 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 was, that, was, that, was that the one when they set the alarm off? Beeping at all hours and at night. <laughs> You've got to love Pompey fans, haven't yeah. you? That is absolute. I'm, I'm proud about that. So they got wind that he was in there in the village, 2 a.m. and blue army. That's that's proper support for you, isn't yeah. it? That's commitment to the cause. I like that. Yeah, but well, well would have been sound asleep in his bed at two o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah, Obviously, six or seven pints worth. <laughs> Don't stay out. Can't sleep well. 
yeah. turns into a pumpkin. All these yeah. kids, oh, the, oh, I mean, he's, he's an old man before his time, Will, as well, isn't he? Yeah, these kids that go out, that start their nights at 11 o'clock now, what, nah, what do you make of that? Not for me, absolutely not. not. No. Anyway. no, you like to be much fit for next day, salary coverage and giving it your best for the news. Correct, yeah, yeah I like to get up and, and get up early and actually do something with me morning rather than sleeping at Walk down and... to the hot walls or something like that. Maybe. Whatever I fancy doing, yeah. 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 Breakfast, yeah. Embracing Pompey life. Correct. Correct. Exactly, exactly. Well, anyway, um, big game tomorrow, Jordy. Um, Peterborough. Yes. It's a tough one for Pompey, isn't it? Yes, um, I'm of a naturally optimistic disposition with Pompey in general. As you can see, I've predicted a promotion um, in this week's crossword. Um, but I would say that I fear that this could be a tricky assignment for Pompey. And in fact, um, I've gone as far as to predict the running of, of the, uh, the sides in and about the promotion battle uh, using my revolutionary, I can't remember what I call it now, X-Pro Opta Scout Zone or something along those lines in the world of analytics. Uh, I think that it could be a bridge too far uh, for, for Pompey this week at Peterborough. Now, the, the factors into that, when you look at Christian Burgess's absence as they go to face what is the most potent attacking force in the division, 66 goals in the league, I think 18 all competitions and eight in the last two games at London Road. I won't call it the sponsor's name because I don't go in for that. Um, Hello. Anytime they refer to the EFL, please refer yes. to it as Leasing.com <laughs> Trophy. We have been hauled over the coals of the news for uh, calling it the EFL Trophy uh, rather than the Leasing.com Trophy. But for the fact that they helped me with a story the other week, the Football League and both the, the Football League and the FA, so I would defer to the Football League's request in future. <laughs> Hope they're listening. Hi, guys. Um, but on ter- in terms of Peter, but you look at the fact that Burgess will be a miss, then I'm sure we go on to it, who to, who re- who's the replacement um, against that against that powerful attacking force with not just Ivan Tony, I think 25 goals, 26, 25, 25 yeah. goals. It's not just him. Um, they've got Moisa, the Pompey tall, target that we all, all know about. He's gone there and got 15 goals, although he's not on a great run. I mean, he scored last weekend, but I think that's about his first for a 10 or 11. Sammy Smodzic, who Pompey were looking at in January. Um, how far that got down the line, I'm not sure, with McGee and probably always the fancy choice. Um, and the likes of uh, even Warden and Sariki Dembele, mm. uh, they're, they're all a handful. Um, but there's questions that. Uh, Pompey can ask going the other way, and, and Kenny Jacket quietly, but I'd say bullish, but quietly sort of optimistic. With a lot of the talk in uh, the press and the build-up to the game focused on the attacking force that that was uh, that Peterborough possess, and he was kind of pointing out that okay, well, we we would like to go there and pose our own questions, and perhaps the best way to you know do that would be to to go and be a bit more attacking. Um, how much of the game playing Kenny's doing there with what how it will develop but Pompey have, have, have been a, not so much this season whether the, the away form's been up and down but they've started to show things um, in terms of the away form in their, in their recent run and certainly last season they were a potent really good counter-attacking team to watch and I think that goes under the radar given Kenny's labelled as kind of direct pl- uh, manager um, so that's the way Pompey have to go but yeah it's a big ask and uh, you know, probably you know, let Will pick up on the fact that who could be the options at the back, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, well, we'll touch on Nathan Thompson in a second, Will, but Ivan Tony coming back for the push. We don't know as yet who Jacket is going to play at centre half, but mm. naturally, are you fearful then 
Or do we talk? Or, or simply, do we talk too much about Evan Tony and, and Peterborough? At the end of the day, Peterborough, I think they're they're one of these teams that are a bit up and down. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, they were on a five game winning streak. Before that, they lost maybe five or six in the league. Yep. So you never know exactly what Peterborough side you want to get. Yeah. So is there too much focus on Evan Tony? They've clearly got some defensive issues, midfield issues, or whatever. Like so, mm-hmm. I think we we'll focus so much on Tony just because Burgess isn't there either. Um, yeah. If Christian Burgess was playing, maybe the focus wouldn't be on Tony as much, mm-hmm. but it's a source of, I think it was you who wrote it, a double whammy yesterday, Burgess out and Tony's back in, so you've got not only your best defender this season, absent, you've got the best player probably in the league, you could argue, but I don't know, with Tony, I mean, he's clearly a, a very good player, too good for this division, but for some reason, I always remember, remember Peace for played Pompey in the, in the Checker Trade Trophy quarter-final last season, mm. and, and Matt Casey was playing that day, at Mark <laughs> and Ivan Tony, and I'm not saying Matt Casey could do a job on him, but, mm. and obviously a, a lot's developed in a year, but it's not like you're coming up against Messi or Ronaldo you're coming up against a, a league one player yeah, you, kind of, you, you can almost build them up to be too much and exactly, more yeah. than they are and, and let's not forget as well I mean he did score in the reverse picture for Fratton Park but mm. that was when Ollie Hawkins was playing there Hawkins is in a centre back and he made a big mistake not for that cross with yeah, Dan yeah. Butler's where he just yeah. got it all wrong and there was yeah. Tony to prod home so yeah. it was, I can't really remember Tony having any other chances that day either so it's not like he, he's going to get three or four chances if you nullify him then you've got a big chance the question is who's going to come in as you say I mean I've written a piece that will be on, on the website tomorrow which Jack has said Sarah Watmore Naylor Bolton or Dan there's pros and cons for all of them mm-hmm. the natural replacement is Jack Watmore but do you want someone coming in for his first league game and 13 months in such a big game like this where you're marking and Ivan Tony and more eyes at a, at a schmodics or do you but on the flip side when's right to, to throw Jack Watmore in if you can't mm-hmm. throw him in now then when when is right this season so it's an interesting one for Jack personally I would like to see Watmore come in I think Naylor's wasted in that role and I think Bolton might not but perhaps have physical attributes to, to mark and Ivan Tony and obviously Paul Down and he's mentioned him but it's probably just that was a courtesy, really, isn't it? I yes, mean, yes. I mean, yes. he just said him because he is an option. But yeah, I'd like to see Jack Watmore come in because it's now or never for the lads. At the end of the day, he'll be confident he can do a job, and you've you've got to give him that chance. He's good enough to do it, so yeah. let's see if he can. I wonder what Kenny's got up his sleeve as well because he was a little too willing to talk about his options. Mm. Um, certainly, he, he was picking up on you know happy to talk about Jack coming back in and. You know the, the situation with Bolton and and the right you know the right back moving across McCrory, um, yes. So I just wonder if he might have a little surprise. I, I, I you know time will tell about that. But it was just reading the old telltale signs with with, with Ken, Kenny. Well, Kenny well, Kenny's well, quite, quite of a, you know, a guarded man, and yeah. he won't give too much away. And he, well, he was quite free about it. The last time him. he was a little bit guarded about the centre backs, I remember was when we uh, didn't ask him about Hawkins, and then he, all of a sudden he plays a Harrogate. <laughs> he, he, when you were talking about injuries and you say, you say so many injuries how's everyone getting on and he didn't you know there's no updates and Hawkins all of a sudden he turned out against Harrogate so that's right would that be also, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise you if Hawkins played centre back would it I mean I know that he's made mistakes in the past but it wouldn't be a massive surprise yeah, yeah. Yeah. and the other, the other thing is we were, as, a, as a wider press we're talking about the options and the, and the one we haven't mentioned yet is Tom Naylor dropping back in now the reason we've all 
that uh, that notion's had our heckles up is because of what happened at Atkinson when when there was a gaping hole in the midfield in the absence of Naylor. Mm. Now he was following for Burgess that day as well, wasn't so, he? So he, he, yeah, so he dropped back and and Ross McCall didn't have the of the best of after, afternoons. I think Ben Close might have been mm-hmm. in there. They they were able to get you know come through, break through quite easily. Um, but there's there's if you look at the Peterborough sort of uh, behind the attacking players, they've got a number of younger players, bright players. But you know, they, they, you know don't get me wrong, the lad, the lad Taylor is it? I don't know. If it's, Taylor and Brown is yeah. it? The lads from Pottersfield. Yeah, yeah, um, and they've got some low knees. So, um, but none of them are kind of the real sort of driving forces, like you know, big powerful types. So. Maybe it might be one where you might get a, get away without having Naylor in there, and you go with Close and McGinn. I mean, it's a it's a big risk to take, given the fact that it it didn't work before, and I think Kenny, Kenny has since moved away from mm-hmm. it. But there, there's a, there's a number of, of options there, and, uh, and and Kenny's a shrewd man. He he, he knows he knows he'd be able to name the Peterborough team, that's for sure. Um, he, I think he can do it most weeks, as he as he's he's, he's said himself. So um, it's 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 good. That Pompey actually do have options that mm. they're not stuck with. We've only got one other centre half left mm. in the squad. It shows you the depth that Kenny Jackett has at his disposal. Mm. And again, going back on somebody said at the fans forum, Pompey he believes now has a squad adapt, equipped mm. to deal with the rigors of this this running. Like so, again, mm. it just emphasises that it does definitely. But when players aren't playing either, and someone touched upon. No reserve team when yeah, the players yeah. aren't playing quite a lot. I mean, Watmore's had one out and at Exeter for the reserves. Otherwise, he hasn't played a lot of football. One thing that Jack does believe in is GPS and getting those numbers for me. I can understand where he's coming from, but a game's completely different, isn't it? A competitive mm. scenario. Mm. So, uh, as I say, what more for me? I'd like I'd like to see him throw in, but who knows? You could play. Are you going for the other Jordan? Are you? Oh no! Oh, if, I, if, I, if you had a gun to my head, out of the options, um, I'd love to see Jack come in and and, and do well. And he, he, as Kenny said, he's not like he's just he's you know been around for a couple of weeks. He's been around training for months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that that's not that's not kind of out there. He's kind of going to be off the pace. Of, it's a big one to come into. And again, if he was. Going to, going to do that would it have been I think as we said on the sports desk an idea to give him maybe a half on the, yeah. or maybe you know a half you know some football towards the end of last week um, that may have may have been an idea but if you had a, yeah if, as we stand here at this moment with what I'm you know with no intelligence that I'm not getting across yeah. to 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 the to the listeners and uh, on this podcast I would probably stick with with Bolton because Bolton. it was it was an and it became apparent to me hold on a minute on afterwards on Monday that. He's looking at Bolton, and everyone was shocked when that team sheet went in against Arsenal. And we were trying to fathom it, and there was talk from uh, from national radio guys, Sam Matterface, who had been speaking to Kenny, that Kenny was thinking about three five two. Kenny was again playing a bit of a game there, I think. But it was kind of how it went, and it maybe and it, and it was as Kenny intimated um, on Thursday at Roco. Um, it was a bit of a, a, an audition for with a view to the weekend. Mm. You, you could have a look at Bolton. I know that the the test. I mean, that bring that Arsenal brings very different. With the likes of Tony's going to be more physical. Um, he brings pace and power, so maybe you might want a bit more strength in there. So these are all the things that Kenny will be weighing up. But yeah, gun to head at the moment. I'd go Bolton and McCrory right back. Bolton McCrory. Okay, yeah. Um, at the other end, then well, we touched on it previously. There slightly Nathan Thompson. You've mm-hmm. been speaking to Alan Swan at the Peter Telegraph mm-hmm. about Nathan Thompson. Mm-hmm. There's a line coming today about how. He admits the, his his punch on for Dave and mm-hmm. Pompey fans. Oh, it's Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. Oh, we've got to pick up. This is brilliant. Yeah. Yes. So 
Yeah, what, what sort of impact has he had at London Road? Well, I think he's, he's been a bit of a slow burner there, to be honest with you, because he couldn't get into the team when he first joins. And, well, he didn't join until weeks into the season, really. It took him a while after he left, and obviously he was training a road call before, for a few, for, before mm-hmm. he eventually found himself a club. And with Thompson, he does. He was always, when he was down here, after he'd come back from injury, I always felt he took a few games to find his stride. But since they've gone to a 3 5 2, he's been playing right side as centre half. And apparently, you know, he's a, he's a big. Uh, it's been a big reason why Peterborough have, have had mm. a decent run of results lately here to force it more down the right, more freedom to, to get forward because he knows that he has someone capable in mm-hmm. behind who's very good in one-on-one situations and can can all play us up when when when, when his teammates need to get back. Uh, in terms of his uh, his usual tricks, there's no doubt he'll be up to them, will he? I mean, he, he says he, he, he does it by his own. So Pompey can't fault, please. If, if I see that trick happen tomorrow, there's yeah. no excuses. Pompey know it's what it's all about. They know, and I mean, we need to just clarify when we're talking about this trick. You know, everyone that remembers Nathan Thompson would buy a free kick with a little. Anyone, Swan, you know, if someone, <laughs> yeah, someone breathed on on his back. He was down, and the mm-hmm. referee would buy it ten times mm-hmm. out of ten, and it became a, a cult thing uh, last yeah. season. Someone actually won to admit on the eve of the game. Like I'm sure a referee, who's the referee? Ollie Ollie Yates on Saturday. Mm. He's bound to do his research well, ahead of Bobby games. should make sure that he's aware of it, shouldn't exactly. they? It should be in the ref. If I was a player, yeah. ref, watch out for. Yeah, well, I, I remember Lee Brown saying, I think when he played here last in December, that he he was in the ref. So you saying, make sure you look after him. It's funny. <laughs> I remember one occasion where. Thompson burst in the box and it was Brown on him and you thought just put a foot in Brown didn't want to put a foot in because he knew that he, Thompson <laughs> yeah. any co- sort of contact he was going to go down I think it turned out that Thompson had a left foot the Thompson flop was, was what we yeah, dubbed it in the press there was, yeah. was talk in the summer that he wasn't saying it for Paul because not he didn't want to go to the championship side but he was being earmarked for the GB Davis <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics next year wouldn't it he's going to team up with Tom Daly who's coming out of retirement for, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that'd be a, be a duo wouldn't it yeah <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with with with, with Thompson, I, I always felt myself that when people were talking about Lowe and Clark going in in, in the summer, that hold on, don't underestimate how yeah, important yeah. Nathan Thompson was supports with last season. He was fundamental, mm-hmm. and so it proved it. I think it took a long time to get over that that shake up with, with, with you know the back four um, with him going as long, as well as Clarky, uh, big miss. So yeah. Uh, be nice to catch up with him because he avoided us when we went when he went off in the summer, didn't See he? How's no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we um, we were looking to get him for uh, uh, his his uh, words on the uh, Pompey departure, but he was unavailable for comment, wasn't he? So mm. uh, for us, so uh, be nice to catch up. But Nathan, good bloke, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, as you say, he hasn't really kind of taken off there. That I thought he's only just really now. I think he's yeah. only really now. He's really at the ground run. I think a little bit, but yeah, Niall Mason there, who was in the team ahead of him, and then he has a few niggling injuries. He always has a couple of injuries every season, didn't he? Pompey, mm. Nathan Thompson, mm. suspensions to boot, which he's uh, he's had one of them recently as well. Uh, Alan Swan says he's had he nearly has books every game, so <laughs> fancy a little punt. Then there, uh, Thompson. We're gonna get on the yellow cards, are we? Put it in your uh, in your builder bet. I think yeah. up against Rowan betting Curtis. corner. We should get a jingle for this, shouldn't we? <laughs> the up, weekly betting up, corner. Up against Ron Will really <laughs> <laughs> up against Ron Curtis. Steve said so. Be an interesting one, as I say. Great lad, great saving for Pompey, and I'm sure he'll get a few G's, but by the same token, there'll be a lot of fans who will be applauding him for for his two years of service because. 
to the end, even though he, he, he might have knew that he was going to pass for passages new, he still put his body on the line, put his teeth oh, on yeah. the line, didn't he, <laughs> at the end of the day? So, what was that? I remember the game, though, wasn't he? He got his teeth through Bradford, I think it was yeah. at home, yeah. Yeah. So, I always thought he got a bit of a rough deal with the fact that um, he was looking to move on. And from our understanding, it was that he thought he was offered, a, he had a championship club lined up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thought a manager was going to go in, into a particular club where he had a good contact and he was going to go in there that manager never went into that club mm. um, and and then, and then shut the door on him so that was but who wouldn't want to better themselves financially yeah. you know, when fans are given, giving them a bit of a rough time think about you know if you were offered sort of double your wages to go to yeah. you know, a, 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 a bigger business what what would you do I always, mm. I always go back to that with, with players and, yeah. and moves yeah. in general so just, I think he deserves our appreciation as well yeah. get to the championship win he's 29 now so mm. I got the sense that well, there was definitely an opportunity. Well, sorry, I'm going to rephrase that. There, nothing materialised. Obviously, Bristol City last summer, and then he came back and trained with Pompey. Mm. And I think a lot of fans were actually thinking, you know what? Why not just offer him a new deal? But mm. Jack had clearly brought in Bolton bit of stage. I think McCrory was already in. So Walks as well, they had, well, didn't they? They had options at right back, but I'm sure there was a lot of fans actually going just. Given the contract that we were oh, clearly a, wanted them, yeah, that was but the Pompey will work within the constraints of a budget, yeah, don't yeah. they? And uh, it was fine saying, okay, well, you, you've got Bolton, um, you know, Walks was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah. And you know, you got Minoga coming through. Okay, well, let's go and get Thompson, which I thought would have been, you know, in an ideal world, great. But okay, there's your striker gone. Yeah, because yeah, you got exactly. four, because you got four right backs. Yeah. Yeah. And your squad management, you have to take that. And it was it was a bit unfortunate the way it worked out, but Kenny had to kind of draw yeah. a line in the sand because he's got to make his, he's a diligent man, and you got your squad planning to prepare for. So yeah, you have to kind of move on, and that's what happened. And you know, James, it looked like a downgrade with James Bolton at the start of the season because James, probably, probably his own admission took a while to get going, but mm-hmm. he's, he, I mean, he's picked up, yeah, so, yeah. and he's been a, a good, sturdy, sturdy right back. Yeah. So, uh, uh, with Ross McCrory offering something different, so yeah, we'll be missed. But uh, you know, I, I, it's kind of it, the circumstances were unfortunate, but I can see see the why it unfolded from from yeah. from all parties. Really, yeah. Yeah. with Bolton, I mean, it took him a while, but I mean, it was interesting that Jacker came out after the Arsenal game and said that he's the number one right back now. Yes. Um, which is very it's tough. First time he said that, right? Yeah, I've, I've, I've yeah. Got him and, and, and considering he was EMR to come in and be the number one right back, it has taken him a while. He has a couple of injuries himself, Bolton's in the and Jack maybe wants him to, to be a little bit better on the ball and bring it out a little bit. But now, I mean he's he's, he's looked solid and he's been the player that, that you'd hope for, really. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more give you a lot more improvement, but to to offer someone a three year deal and clearly Jacket and his, his recruitment staff thought he has ability. Um, you think back to when you were seeing Christian Bay just playing there, and even Brandon Hans, who filled in quite well there. Yeah. It was it was a pro- real problem position, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, this time when when they played Peter the first time, I mean you had Hans were playing right back, and you had Nathan Thompson coming back, and people were saying we still haven't replaced him. But yeah. now it's finally looking like with with Bolton there and McCrory, who's as you say a different option, especially when you you want to. When you're playing side, you're probably going to sit back a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. finally that, that position's been solved. Yeah. Okay, well, just going back to the game against Peterborough, Jordy, um, obviously it's important that Pompey don't give a promotion rival mm. the upper hand, mm. but uh, would a draw be a satisfactory <sighs> oh, result? Bite, bite your hand off for a draw now, crikey. Yeah. I, I, I think if Pompey have to go to what, Peterborough, um, the likes of, of Rotherham as well. Ipswich, Ipswich. Oxford, Rotherham. Those four games, if you can draw those games and avoid defeat, then 
you, you then look to the, the imperious home form and mm-hmm. get your wins there. That's going to that's going to going to take you close. Fifty nine points now. So Pompey has still been going long, and I can, I'll keep coming back to it. Two over two and a point one. I think it's two two point two nearly points per game. That over the season gets you about ninety six games in a forty four game season. That's mm. a fantastic form. You know, it's asking a lot for Pompey to do it all the way from October after the defeat to Wimbledon, and it kicks off. I think it was at Lincoln after that. Mm-hmm. Then then all the way through to for, to now. But the, with the way teams are going. It's going up the number, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's some of the forms you see. I've got it. I did it in my column this week again. I think if you Rotherham, Sunderland, Coventry, like I'm beating them 13 or 13 actually. Um, Rotherham kind of like got sort of one or two defeats in 16 or 17. These teams are really putting it together, and it's driving up the number, um, which looks like you know it may need to go like probably 83, 84 points now. Um, if you're looking for it, yes, it is wide open. But Wickham eight defeats in fourteen. Now you feel that they're going mm. they're going the other way. Peterborough, I, I feel on their day uh, can beat anyone, and, yeah. and maybe in a one you know in an inconsistent manner could probably hit, hit the highest level of performance with it with the yeah. with the talent because they have got such a an array. But the, the inconsistencies, as you say, I know they've had yeah. a, a run, you know, that consistent run of wins, but it was in, a, a poor run before that, yeah. and their lack of points already uh, because I think they're kind of six points off uh, the promotion places. That might give them a, 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 a bridge too far for them, really, in terms of the automatics. So I, I'd be looking for Coventry probably. I mean, with their run, if they keep that going, although. You know, workmanlike, they're not spectacular. Mm-hmm. Did anyone watch that game last week on the Sunday between with Cov and Sunderland? Oh, and I watched. Gareth Evans was right, wasn't yeah. he? When he said it was kind of, you know, nothing blew him away there. There wasn't, but. But then Pompey's on blow your way out. No one in the division does, do it. That's why it's not a great. It's why I wrote in December that this division's there for the blooming taking. There's no, there's no Wigan or Blackburn there this season. The teams like that, so. Mm-hmm. Got to make make the most of the opportunity. I think Coventry will get there, and then if you're, if you're looking for four teams for me, I think it's going to be two out of Pompey, Coventry, Rotherham, and I think Sunderland. Sunderland, Sunderland yeah. are, are going to be up to him. You know, I'm sure if Joey Barton ever heard this, that he'd be you know, something to say about that. With mm. with their, I think they they beat all the you know the top sides yeah. and one defeat in sixteen Fleetwood. But I just feel that that they might just drop off and tail off a little bit go to the end of the season massive game obviously we'll look ahead to that when it comes for, for Pompey off the, when Fleetwood arrives but um, yeah I think if you're going to pick I think two from four of those four it's going to be very very close mm-hmm. yeah. as, as Pompey's away form though well it's not ideal going into a game of this magnitude though it's not no Definitely not. I mean, just touch on Ipswich. I actually don't fancy Ipswich now. I'd, I'd be disappointed. Playoffs? It's going to be the case I'd, where Ipswich are probably going to get rid of Lambert, even though he's being handed a five-year contract. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what, what, and, what? Who gets a five-year contract exactly. in that That's situation? Level. Wow. But you can see them, like, apparently the fans are in uproar. Mm. You can see Ipswich second him, and then two weeks later they're playing Pompey at home, and all of a sudden Pompey are expecting to play a team on the ropes and then all of a sudden they're yeah, a fresh it's happened before hasn't it and they're like so it'd just be our luck wouldn't it it will be uh, but if, if he's still there which if he can just want a five year deal you're not going to sack him are you surely not until <laughs> unless they got, got off the dodgy start next season so if they go there that's fancy to me um, just touch on the waveform yeah it's just been uh, for me Pompey on the road they have looked brittle at times haven't they, they, they haven't mm. got the same players going forward I think the one player they miss Jamal Lowe, yeah. the way they used to break with him, Ron Curtis. I mean, you go back to this game last season when when it was the top two and both sides were unbeaten. I mean, it was just a quintessential away performance from Pompey. Mm-hmm. They just absorbed all the pressure and then they just broke twice. 
ruthless the way they broke. I think it was Curtis and Hawkins and Hawkins Hawkins scores and Hawkins and, and, and Lowe, I think both scores. I think Curtis. It wasn't Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> in both the goals, but um, yeah, just on the road. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of away away games lately. Actually, I haven't uh, had the pleasure of being put on the road before. I'm unfortunately. sorry. Well, I'm sorry. So no. that's all right. I think so. Would Gaffer give you a five-year contract? I wonder. <laughs> so I've, com- I've been confirmed. Is he actually having a go? Is he actually having a go about the road tour? <laughs> He's having a backhanded <laughs> little one there. Yes. A little body shot there, wasn't it? I got gate. I'm only out. Oh, I don't. No, I don't got, really uh, fancy the, the trips to. Um, Fleetwood, etc. Well, I have booked, I have booked off the Ipswich away game actually, so yeah. Yes, I was hoping to go to that game, Jordan, but <laughs> off, I'm actually having the Well, it's not like an off gallivanting, I've got, I've got a convertible in loft and get the insulation out, so uh, <laughs> I've actually got the, as I said, I had the suit and the gloves and the mask delivering everyone. <laughs> thought I was getting ready for the coronavirus, I thought. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, they haven't, they haven't lost by a lot of the away from home. Coventry, one goal, and Fleetwood, one goal, two very tight games. Yeah. Um, you know, if they, if they can... But you want to go to a promotion rival and... and, and yeah. You do, but it's not like they're getting tonked, is it? It's not like they're getting beef 3-4-0 yeah. away from home for me. I, I mean, I think the games are close. made about the away form. I know, I know it's been not as good, but they sort of at the back in the year the start of this year they, they were looking like they, you know, they, they were cracking it as well. I don't think there's... <laughs> they're getting 3-4 puts as sort of like MK Dons and Ashkington going into this game and I'd be a bit worried, but... Yeah. Yeah. They've only lost the, the two games against promotion rivals by the odd goal. Both mm-hmm. tight games where yeah. they're both awful. I mean, and fleet with the conditions as well, wasn't it? We were absolutely horrific. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so I think I think you've just got to forget about those and think back to, to the earlier part of the of the of the year when Pompey looked like they had their away form right. Mm. And as you say, Jules, it'll be an open game, and that might suit that might suit Pompey, Pompey on the road. Yeah. Okay. Then. Um, do you just want to give me a, a prediction? Yeah, I'll give you a prediction. I will be in a Frankie and Benny's at 12 o'clock on uh, Saturday as uh, Neil Allen continues his uh, English tour. Of, uh, a lot of them are closing down, aren't they? What he's going to do? Well, Neil's been going to morning, isn't he? He's going to have to bring his, I don't know, alphabet spaghetti and alphabet potato snacks with him, isn't he? <laughs> What's the alternative to Frankie and Benny's? Nando's, is it? Nando's. Pizza or something like that. Something easy. Well, but... we, we enjoyed, we actually got Neil away from the Frankie and Benny's last time we were in Peterborough in, 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 a, in a, an amazing turn of events. <laughs> we actually got him into a Chiquito's, which, yes. um, with, with Neil's, Neil's palate, um, for... He's tasted that you know, beans, beans on toast is exotic for yes. Neil, isn't it? Yeah. Everything was watered down just yeah. because it was too spacey. Did I ever tell you about the date that I just, yeah, I did actually with a pre season tour to America when I was sat with the players at breakfast with Neil and Richard Hughes and Herman Rodson and Neil was marvelling over the bacon, which was pretty standard bacon for me. And uh, Richard Hughes was giving a, a funny look or two as Neil gloriously <laughs> enjoyed talking about this and his wonderful palate. So that's a little insight into Neil's palate and what we get to yes. eat on away games as a, as, a, as, a, as a consequence, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Everybody knows now that Will goes to the village on a Friday night. <laughs> he probably goes most nights after yes. work anyway. Not most nights, depends but on the traffic. Hey, if you want to, you know, you've got a beef with, with Will. Depends out on the traffic getting out of Lakeside, I mean, which... Yeah. 
can be quite bad at times. Sometimes I probably think it's worse than it is, which gives you a bit yeah. of an excuse to go as well. Yeah, so if you've got a beef with Will, go to the village yeah. after work on it any day of the week. If you've got a beef with Jordy and Neil, go to any, any freaking pennies within a five mile radius of the way ground. And they just stay well clear, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay then. So, yeah, I think we're more or less done. I think, I think we are, yeah. I think I'll give you a prediction. I, do, I, uh, I fancy a. Uh, I know it's 2 2 draw, I think Pompey will score there, but I think given how free score and peace for that, it's inevitable, isn't it, that they're going to they're gonna score a couple of goals. Good stuff. All right, Jordan, anything else? Yeah, you yeah. Uh, well, the ex-pro zone scout Optus own system, analytics system, has uh, predicted a, uh, a Pompey defeat this weekend. So as much as I like to go for a, a positive result, that's what I'm going to stick to and say Pompey will get turned over and then go on a storming run and finish second by the year come, come May. Brilliant. You sound, you sound really excited about that. No, Is that no. Sort of brilliant? No, brilliant. No, I, I just... I sit there, I sit there crafting over my column yeah, for hours. Sometimes I just think if you lose a game like this here, it just then just puts the brakes on a bit of momentum that's going, gives the opposition that sort of momentum they look and everybody mm. start looking at the table again going, oh, Pompey have dropped the fifth or sixth or whatever it is and then all the, the, the mongers come back out and... Have a go. When so, do you feel that if uh, if we don't get a result this weekend, then you know, no, I'm, I'm predicting that will that's what. Oh, that happens. Happen. Oh, any you know, Pompey could be on a storming run of victories, yeah. and uh, yeah. and, a, and a drop, you know, and then the doom mongers are out because some people like to have a moan, don't they? I also, for some reason, I'm not that fussed on Darren Ferguson, and if Pompey get beat tomorrow, I just don't want to read in line at any stage over the weekend Darren Ferguson coming out with his usual yes and yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure we'll see Darren McCantony who actually is very good value yes, on, on, on Twitter helps us out doesn't he he does help us out actually <laughs> he helps out, I think he helps out regional press all over the country yeah. with, with, his, with his insights so keep that up Darren and we're, yeah we did see that you uh, picked up on a comment from a Pompey fan is it Will Bates who's a uh, a Pompey fan on the Twitter. Infamous Will Bates. The infamous Will Bates, um, who uh, I know has uh, got his. Teflon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's got his uh, opponents on the social media, but he, he'd been wind, winding up uh, Darren McAntony. Uh, you, not seen I this, haven't read this now. You, you'll uh... be delighted to have a look when we finish talking. <laughs> yes. You look flabby, you look like stunned when we mentioned that, yes. It's always after Who is it? He upset Gary O'Neill. Yeah, upset Gary O'Neill. Yeah. And I mean, you'll go, if you can upset Gary O'Neill, you are going some because what a man that is. What a lovely chap to agitate Gary O'Neill, some going. But yeah, yeah, he's done it again, and uh, yeah, Darren McAntony was the man who uh, bit on the, one of one of uh, Will's comments. So <laughs> I must say that I've never met him before, so I'm, I'm sure you're a nice bloke, Will. But you you uh, got do a good job of winding up people with your uh, comments. <laughs> right, talking when people up. Will's paints now getting warm. At the <laughs> so we'll see you all again soon. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>